Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Welcome back. You're still listening to The Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. I'm Refilo with you all the way until 5 AM. Looking forward for an exciting show, an exciting day. Um, that was Steve Carey saying he'll carry you. Well, during the pandemic that's going on and the lockdown that we as South Africans are, are experiencing, and for some of us in media, unfortunately, there's no break. But hey, we still continue pushing the gospel and um, keeping you entertained and inspired uh, and also fulfilled. You know, just uplifting your spirit during this trying time, during this trying season. Yeah, well, uh, as Steve Carey was saying, he will carry. Surely, our Lord will carry us during this time. Uh, heading into the, is it the second? Yeah, it's definitely the second week as our lockdown was initiated from the twenty sixth uh, of March um, midnight. Yeah, so I just want to encourage you today. You know about. Uh, you know, during this the season, because a lot of people are actually anxious. You know, um, uh, a week ago, I was speaking to a friend of mine, a sister from church. We actually, yeah, we, we grew closer, actually. So she was telling me about how she was anxious, you know, how watching the news actually made her more anxious. And, you know, she started uh, allowing, like fear started crippling her to a point where she couldn't even function, you know, until she decided that, you know what, uh, like I, I'm literally shutting down everything, like shutting down my, uh, I'm closing down all the news channels. I'm just focusing on God. And since then, she has seen a, a huge difference in her mental health. So anxiety was actually affecting her, her mental, like literally affected her mental health. And that was caused by watching the news Watching news uh, from, you know, the websites, always being on social media, watching the news on her TV as well. So listening to the news on radio, that created panic in her. So I just want to, you know, uh, share a couple of scriptures with you before we get into, you know, um, the the book of Acts and just, you know, uh, continue with it. Well, with this, I'll just be, you know, throwing a bit of things regarding this just to get to encourage someone who, who, who feels like, you know what, it's not happening anymore. God loves you and he will never leave you nor forsake you as he promised in his word. We see here um, in Philippians 4 verse 19 and it says that, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Remember all oh, we have oh, we all have needs, right? So we need to understand that God will literally supply what God says he will do. He will surely do. God is not like man, he cannot lie. He has never started lying, so he's definitely not going to start lying now. So with all that is going on around us, let us keep that in mind. You know, let us always and ensure that you know what you keep it in mind and you never forget. You know, we can look at. Um, I think I I should yeah. Let's let's just read it again. I'm gonna read it with the. Um, let me use a different translation. Let us go to uh, yes, the, the amplified. I just want to use the amplified. A translation yes so the amplified translation philippians 4 19 is saying that the the translation that i had used was esv so now the amplified is saying, and my god will 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 liberally supply fill to the full your every need according to his riches in in glory in christ jesus remember when christ did christ defeated all things christ ensured that you know what all the riches that god has you know put in place that come to us and are found in christ jesus right so god will supply our every need according to his riches. Remember, he says silver and gold are his. So just 
just try picturing your mind God God's riches for those who are having financial difficulties now who can't go to work and I know other other companies are actually not paying their workers during the shutdown but um for those who feel like you know what uh things are hard rely on the scripture God will supply. God will supply. He has always been true to his word. Please hold on to this word. This word that is found in Philippians. God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus here is the epicenter of everything. Your riches, your prosperity, literally everything that you can think of is found in Christ Jesus. And what I can actually encourage you is to stay away from you know, all the news articles that you see, stay away. Rather watch because you have to be informed, right, about what's happening in your surrounding. My advice would be watch the news at night, like, or watch them in the morning. Throughout the day, do not watch anything. Do not even listen to, do not even listen to anything related to what is happening around the world. Either do it in the morning or do it at night. So do not go because this can literally create anxiety or just, you know, the only thing, the other thing that you can do is that just uh, go to your phone, just type in latest update on the COVID-19 South Africa and also latest update on the COVID-19 uh, globally. That's all. Avoid everything else. Literally just avoid everything else. You you just do those two things and you are sorted. You know what's happening, you know, uh, locally, nationally, globally. You are sorted. You don't have to watch all the sides. You don't have to watch what everybody's saying on social media. And just, you know, take a break from social media during this 20... No, we we have uh, two more weeks left. Just in this time, just take, yeah, take a break from social media and from watching the news channel as well. That creates a lot of... Um, a lot of false, like it can literally create a lot of uh, fear and in and the false, you know, information that can come as well from different sources because not everything that we listen to is actually verified. Not everything, you know, uh, comes in in a way that is literally the truth. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, there was um, a certain a certain publication was talking about what was happening in South Africa and which wasn't really true. And we even see it now that what they predicted isn't even happening. So we get to understand that we don't have to listen or actually read about things from each and every publication. So let us steer clear, literally, that that is my advice to you, you know, because anxiety is real. You know, fear is real. Fear can literally cripple you. You might end up even experiencing, um, Symptoms of COVID-19, even though you don't even have it, even though a lot of people are now, you know, uh, not being affected by people are, are, are steering clear of it. A lot of people are, are getting healed from it, you know, and you might literally, because of fear and anxiety, might literally start, you know, jumping into into that. So I don't want you to do that. And yeah, with that, with that being said, uh, let's listen to the song saying, uh, Hayo by Paul Mutula. I hope you're going to enjoy this great one. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Welcome back. You're still listening to the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit 657 your daily companion. I'm Rufli Lamolam with you until 5 a.m. Uh, welcome if you just joined us. If you are a regular, I'm glad you're back. If it's your first time here, well, I'm happy 
to to be here with you happy to be spending time with you um yeah the song that i just played you there was by uh mpomutula saying hiyo and before that i played you khoto mahale saying ejwale just driving straight into the word we found our scripture reading from the book of acts 14 and we'll also be tackling 15 as well. So it reads as follows. In Iconium, uh, Paul and Barnabas went together to the synagogue and preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Gentiles believed. But the Jews who uh, spurned God's message stirred up distrust, distrust among the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas, saying all sorts of evil things about them. The apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. The Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. But the people of the city were divided in their opinion about them. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. A mob of Gentiles and Jews, along with their leaders, decided to attack and stone them. When the apostles learned of it, they fled for their lives. They went to the region of uh, Launia, to the cities of Lystria and Derbe and the surrounding areas, and they preached the good news there. While they were at uh, Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was listening as Paul preached, and Paul noticed him and realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, stand up, and the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the listening crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human bodies. They decided that Barnabas was the Greek uh, god Zeus and that Paul, because he was the chief speaker, was Hermes. The temple of Zeus was located on the outskirts of the city. The priest of the temple and the crowd brought oxen and wreath of flowers and they prepared to sacrifice to the apostles at the city gates. But when Barnabas and Paul heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings like yourself. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things to the living God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In earlier days, he permitted all the nations to go their way, but he never left himself without a witness. There were always his reminders, such as sending you rain and good crops and giving you food and joyful hearts. But even so, Paul and Barnabas uh, could scarcely restrain, you know, scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Now, some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and turned the crowds into murderous mob. They stoned Peter and drag, uh, they stoned Paul rather, and dragged him out of the city, apparently dead. But as the believer stood around him, he got up and went back into the city. The next day he left with Barnabas for Debe. After preaching the good news in Debe and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned again to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of uh, Pisidia. When they strengthened the believers, they encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that they must enter into the kingdom of God through many tribulations. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in the in every church and prayed for them with fasting, turning them over to the care of the Lord in whom they had come to trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia and Pamphylia, 
They preached again in Pega. They went to Atelia. Finally, they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun and where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported about their trip, telling all that God had done and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers in Antioch for a very long time. That is the scripture reading that is found in the book of uh, Acts 14. So yeah, that is just, you know, some of the things. So after this short break, I will be back to unpack it. Discover an abundance of life, 657 AM. It's just 26 minutes after the hour three. You're still tuned into the morning delight on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Just looking at this, uh, I think let's just go straight into the word, you know, looking at um, what Paul and Barnabas, you know, uh, did when they went um, into, you know, the synagogues. But she's look at here, you see how people who were bold went into a place that they didn't even know or even want anything to do with with Christ and spoke boldly about it. You know, they didn't just go there and say, ah, we want this, we don't want that. But then they went in there straight, straight to the point. We are here, spoke gospel of Jesus Christ and boldly so. You know, when you, you are confident and you have courage to speak about something and you are bold when speaking about it. People can tell that you know what you mean business. You're not here to play. People can tell that you know what you're talking about. Or like, you know, you're serious about it. There is no way more longer you can just decide, oh, no, you're not going to listen to someone. I mean, whether the person is making sense or not, but if someone is speaking with such conviction, you end up listening to them and just believing what they are saying because of the conviction that they are speaking with, you know, the boldness that they, they have and that they carry, you know. And we look at uh, verse 2 where it says that, But the unbelieving Jews who rejected their message arose the Gentiles and embittered their minds against the brethren. So here's the thing. There were people who were against this, you know, because we know here, uh, when we think of the story of Christ, we know how the Jews, you know, ended up taking him to the cross. You know, we know how that happened, how that ends. And here there were some Jews who were unbelieving, yet there were Jews and and. Uh, and Gentiles who actually believed. We see that in verse 1. And in verse 2, we see that there are those who rejected the message. And and instead of, you know, them just rejecting the message and being the cocoon, they decided, you know what, uh, we're rejecting the message. And in rejecting the message, we're going to ensure that, you know what, we corrupt the Gentiles, uh, you know, and ensure that, you know what, they go against the brethren. They go against Paul and Barnabas. They, so, you know what, they're going to ensure that, you know, these people get a beating of their lifetime. So, uh, Paul and Barnabas, you know, we continue to hear that they stayed for a long time, speaking freely and fearlessly, you know, just take, uh, uh, and boldly in the Lord. You know, just takes us back to what I was uh, speaking about just now. You know, who continued to bear testimony to the word of his grace, 
granting signs and wonders to be performed by their hands. But the residents of the town were divided, some siding with the Jews and some with the apostles. You know, this always happens when something is being spoken, like when a new church starts or when people come in and preach something, even in terms of business, when people come in and, you know, you're at a business seminar or anything, uh, a lot of there'll be people who will try to convince you that what you're doing is wrong. There'll be those who'll be like, ah, nah, let's continue with this. And then they move along, right? There'll be those who'll be like, you know what? This person has, there's something there. There's like, I don't know, but there's some sense in what they are saying. And they want to try it out. They want to go in the direction of which the, the speaker, you know, uh, is, is, is engaging on. And then there are those who will be like, ah, no, why is everybody? If people are convinced and if people believe them, that means that we're gonna, I'm going to lose traction, that all the attention will be taken to them. And they just coming here into this place and, you know, making it seem like they're in charge. Like It can't be like that. You know, such things happen, such petty things happen. But nonetheless, we go in, move forward. We become people who are... Um, you know, sold out for Christ and there's also the opposition. Sometimes we cannot handle the opposition because, yeah, we just can't. It's just too much for us. And in that, you know, we should just find courage in the word of God. That's, that's all I can say. Like, you know, the best place to find courage is in the word of the Lord. Let's listen to Tina Zungu's worship medley. And I hope you are blessed by this. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You. you can download our app on this new look easy to use platform find your favorite program get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za radio pulpit your daily companion be doers of the word with 657 a.m sounds of life welcome back um i just played you a great song there by robin mark saying he will not remember and before that i played you tina zinger's worship uh medley hope you enjoy those two great songs going back into the word and just you know engaging further on it and we the time now is 41 minutes uh just before uh just before 4 a.m yeah, just going straight into the word and unpacking it. Remember, I am using the amplified version. And if you just joined us, a great welcome. And I hope you enjoy uh, time with us on the Morning Delight with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 a.m. Two hours of great time of fellowship uh, with uh, your fellow brethren. So we we see here now that... Um, uh, okay, we see when there were, I think we can just start from verse 5. Now, when there was an attempt both on um, the, you know, an attempt both on the Gentiles and the Jews together with their rulers to insult and abuse and molest Paul and Barnabas and to stone them, they are aware of the situation made and their escape to Lystra and diversities of uh, Luciana and the neighboring districts and they continue to preach the glad tidings gospel rather now at Lystra a man said you know who found it impossible to use his feet for he was a cripple from birth and had never walked 
So here's the, what what happened was that they found out about the you know the conspiracy that's happening that people are busy conspiring behind them to actually kill them, finish them off so that they don't get to preach the gospel anymore, right? So in that, what happened was they decided to not just uh, stay there and say, you know what, uh, they won't do us no harm. But instead, they fled and they went to another seat, another district. And when they got there, there was a man who, who was crippled. He was born as a cripple, right? And looking at the man, then like Paul, you know, looking at this guy, he said, you know what, this guy has faith for healing you know sometimes all we need is just faith for healing we need faith for our healing and you know when god sees your faith god moves by your faith a couple of weeks ago we're speaking about the guy who was a giver and in him giving and you know the the way he was giving god decided you know to just come to his house to send peter to go there and uh, the holy spirit fell upon him and in all in all else that was happening there we see uh, how his family received salvation and how they were baptized by the Holy Spirit and also them being baptized by water. And that's just faith. Hey? So many things just like, you know, so many things for them to change, for us to become better people. We need to move by our faith. Like our faith has to be the one that moves us. And, you know, as we're moving along, we hear that the uh, verse 11, we see... Uh, I think, yeah, no, verse, verse 9, rather. Uh, he was listening to Paul as he talked. This is about the, the crippled man, right? And uh, was listening to Paul as Paul spoke, gazing intently at him and observing uh, that he had faith to be held. Paul observed this, shouted at him, saying, Stand erect on your feet. This is someone who had never walked in their lives. They were born like this. And he leaped up and walked. And the crowds, when they saw what Paul had done, lifted up their voices, shouting in the uh, Lucasian, Lucanian, Lucanian language, the gods have come down to us in human form. They call Barnabas uh, Zeus and they call Paul because he led the discourse a ham as God of speech. And the priest of, of Zeus, whose uh, temple was at the entrance of the town, brought bulls and garlands to the city's gates and wanted to join the people in offering uh, sacrifices. You know, and sometimes this is what happens to us. Sometimes, you know, because of the anointing that God has placed in your heart, in your life rather, we, we get consumed by so many things that are happening to a point where we just want to, you know, be, be immersed and be taken by you know, offerings and offerings that people are making, you know, the compliments that people will, will be making. People will be like, surely Rafila is a child of God. Have you seen Rafila can do this? Rafila did that. Rafila prayed for the sick. Rafila prayed for, for the lame and such things. And you get, you get taken aback by such things. And we don't, you can't live your life, you know, being drawn into such, you know, being taken aback by, by such things because, it doesn't make you uh, a better individual. Nonetheless, you don't you don't get anything by by being immersed in that. You know, you don't become better. You don't become a a person who who grows as well. Because all glory and honor are supposed to be going to God and not to not to you know human or or other people, right? 
So it says that here that when uh, Barnabas and Paul heard of this, they tore their clothing and dashed out among the crowd shouting, why are you doing this? Which is something that we're supposed to be doing. When people start giving you glory and honor, when people start honoring you and saying such things, just tell them, no, you can't be doing that. Do not do that. I'm mere human. I'm human like you. The person you're supposed to be thanking and giving glory to is God, God the Father. That is the perfect person you're supposed to be talking to. That is the... Literally the right person, the only person you're supposed to be giving thanks to, right? So we move on swiftly to uh, verse 16 when he says, In generations past, he permitted all the nations to walk in their own ways, yet he did not neglect to live some witnesses of himself. For he did good and showed you kindness and gave you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your heart and the nourishment and happiness. Even in the light of these words, they, wish, they, uh, they were difficultly prevented. Uh, the people from offering sacrifices to them. But some Jews arrived there from Antioch and Iconium and having persuaded the people and won them over, they stoned Paul and afterward dragged him out of the town thinking that he was dead. So initially they found uh, Paul and ended up stoning him thinking that he was dead. They dragged him out of the town. But the next uh, scripture tells us that no, he he wasn't dead, right? Uh, the next verse tells us that no. Oh, verse 20 says, But the disciples formed a circle uh, about him. He got up and went back into the town. And on the morrow, uh, he went on with Barnabas to Deb. So they gathered around. He got up. He left. The following day, he took Barnabas and they went about their day. And then they did their daily job because that's what they, they, they are called for. That's what they had to do. And a quick break and I'll be back to continue with this. Actually, just wrap up with uh, the with chapter 14 and then introduce chapter 15. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. And you are still tuned in to the Morning Delight on uh, MWF 657 AM, not FM, AM rather. And you can also catch us on DSTV channel audio 882. Another alternative is for you to stream us online, www.radiopulpit.co.za. Another thing for you to do, the last resort is for you to download our amazing app, user-friendly, of course, uh, on your App Store or Play Store, whatever gadget you are using, you will be able to be in touch with us. Just, yeah, go there, download our app and be in touch with us all day long. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is, you will be in touch with us. If you just joined us, a great welcome, and I hope you will be here to stay to enjoy a great time of fellowship with your daily companion. Still moving on, um, we now focusing on from verse, verse 20, 
verse 22, right? So establishing and uh, strengthening the souls and the hearts of the disciples. Um, okay, so we we know here before this, let me just, you know, go to the background, right? So after they they got up and continued, you know, it says that they went on with Barnabas to Debe. And when they had, so verse 21, it's like when they had preached the God, the good news to the town and made disciples of many people, they went back to Lystra and uh, they also went to uh, Iconium and Antioch, establishing and, strength and strengthening the souls and the hearts of the disciples, urging and warning and encouraging them to stand firm in their faith. Remember this people, remember Paul just got beaten. He got stoned, like even people thought that he was dead. And he woke up and the following day they went about you know, their day, went back home to where they started off. And that's like, you know what, people... This is how our life was when we, we left and you guys should be strengthened and be encouraged. Understand that, you know what, you need to stand firm in the faith, you know, and they told them that, you know, through many hardships and tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God because as children of God, we're going to go through a lot of hardships. There's going to be a lot of tribulations. There's just so much that we're going to go through. There's just so much that, you know, that will, will be heavy in our hearts and we'll we'll feel it. Eh? We'll feel the pressures of life. We'll we'll feel the wind trying to sway us to the left or to the right. You know, we'll feel the pressures, the hurts of love trying to pull us down to ensure that, you know, we lose sight of where God is taking us. And those are just some of the things that we just have to, you know, draw back from and, you know, go into the word and find strength in the word. Uh, so verse 23 says, And when they had appointed and ordained elders for them in each church with uh, prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had come to believe, being full of joyful trust that he is the Christ, the Messiah. So continue by saying that they had appointed, you know, elders for them in the church, you know, and they were praying and fasting. You know, just explaining the scenario of where they're from, how, how things were you know, and things were not easy for them, especially for Paul, because I'm trying to imagine how he looked like, because he just got a, a serious beating. He got stoned the previous day. So I'm trying to picture, uh, you know, a person who got stoned and the following day they're proclaiming the goodness of the Lord. How many of us can actually do that? You know, you get stoned and the following day, there you are there proclaiming the goodness of the Lord, what God has done for you, how great he is, how mighty he is. And yeah how many of us can actually you know do that and then uh verse 24 says then they went through uh pisidia and arrived at uh pamphylia and when they had spoken the word in perga the doctrine concerning the attainment through christ of salvation in the kingdom of god they went down to atalia and from there they sailed back to antioch where they had first been commended to the grace of god for the work which they had uh, now completed arriving there they gathered the church together and declared all that god had accomplished with them and how he had opened to uh, the gentiles a door of faith so we can see that god was using barnabas and you know a paul to actually broaden the door the door for the gentiles you know to give them a great perspective of this kingdom of this god that was just limited to the jews that was just limited you know to people to know to the group the israelites and not to you know the original israelites to the jews and not to you know the gentiles and if you were you were considered you know a sacred 
then God was for you. If you were not, then God wasn't for you. And stuff. So they start, you know, narrating certain stories and just, you know, giving a drawback of, okay, so this is how um, it has been. And this is how we want to, you know, go about. So um, it continues by saying that, you know, uh, open had opened to the, to the Gentiles a door of faith in Jesus as the Messiah through whom we obtain salvation in the kingdom of God. And the last verse says, and there they stayed no little time with the disciples. So when Barnabas and Paul got there, they didn't spend time with the, they didn't spend much time with the disciples. They just stood there and yeah, spent a bit of time, you know, with them just so probably just to, you know, uh, have that feeling, you know, of fellowship and just, you know, to be encouraged of faith, you know, tell them how their journey was, how it was in, you know, the places that they were, hearing from them how it's been, you know, since they've they've left, you know, just sharing about the goodness of the Lord. And that is what they did. And in all that, they, they did well. They definitely did well. They did an amazing, you know, thing by being obedient to the word of God. And that is what we need. We ought to be obedient to the word of God. Listen to him, obey him, do all he says and all will be fulfilled. Let's listen to Fred Hammond saying, nobody like you, Lord. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM. Uh, welcome back. And of course, this is the second hour, the last hour rather. Uh, and the song that we're listening to is Fred Hammond, Nobody Like You, Lord. Moving swiftly, it's the uh, second hour, the last hour of the show of the morning delight rather. So we'll be speaking into a new chapter, chapter, we're on chapter 15 years of um, the book of Acts. So that is what we'll be concluding on today. And then next week we'll be probably work, going through about three chapters. That's what I think. Yeah, I believe that's what we'll be working through. Three chapters and then, yeah, just unpack them, speak about them, hear what God is saying and be encouraged. As I said, certain books is just more of a storytelling thing. So there won't be much to unpack uh, and in certain incidents, it's just similar things, you know, just telling us like what we were reading about someone going to another place and then praying and then, you know, getting their healing in that. So those are just some of the things that, you know, we will not be unpacking over and over, but understanding, you know what, that we serve a God who lives, a God who says, a God who's an, who's amazing and who does exceedingly great things in our lives. And with that, let us continue and remember I am reading from um the the book of Acts fifteen and I am using the Living Bible. That's the version that I am using. And yeah, let's get straight into it. So while Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of uh, Syria, some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the Christians, unless you keep the ancient Jew, uh, Jewish custom of circumcision taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. Paul and Barnabas, disagreeing with them, argued forcefully and at length. Finally, Paul and Barnabas were sent to Jerusalem, accompanied by some local believers to talk to the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent the delegates to Jerusalem and they stopped along the way in Phoenicia and Samurai to visit the believers. They told them much to everyone's joy that the Gentiles too were being converted. 
When they arrived in Jerusalem, Paul and Barnabas were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported on what God had been doing through their ministry, but then some of the men who were there had been Pharisees before their conversion, you know, stood up and declared that all Gentile converts must be circumcised and be required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and the church elders got together to decide this question. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as as follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you uh, some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows who God who knows the hearts, the people's hearts confirm that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he gave him to us. He made no distinction between us and them, for he also cleansed their hearts through faith. Why are you now questioning God's way of burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believe that we are all saved the same way. By the special favor of the Lord Jesus, there was no, fa- no there was no further discussion, and everyone listened as Barnabas and Paul told about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. When they had finished, James stood and said, "Brothers, listen to me. Peter has told you about the good, the time God first visited the Gentiles to take him from the people for Himself, and this conversion of Gentiles agrees." With what the prophets pre- uh, predicted, for instance, it is written, Afterward I will return and I will restore the fallen kingdom of David from the ruins and I will rebuild it and I will restore it, so that the rest of humanity might find the Lord, including the Gentiles. All those I have called to be mine, this is what the Lord says. He who has made these things known long ago, and so my judgment is that we should stop troubling Gentiles who turn to God, except that we should write to them and tell them to abstain from eating meat sacrificed to idols, from sexual immorality and from consuming blood or eating the meat or strained animals. I think for now, let me just, you know, um, leave it here for, for a while. Yeah, for now, actually. And listen to uh, Prosper Mateva saying, Eo Calvary. One short song and we'll be back to uh, continue with the reading of the scripture. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that uh, amazing song. Going back into the word and where we were still speaking on uh, Acts chapter 15. So I think let's just continue from uh, verse 17 where it says that... um, 
so that the rest of humanity might find the Lord, including the Gentiles, all those I have called to be mine. This is what the Lord says, he who made these things known long ago. And so my judgment is that we should stop troubling the Gentiles who tend to God, except that we should write to them and tell them to abstain from eating meat uh, sacrificed to idols from sexual um, immorality and from consuming blood or eating the meat of, of strangled animals. For this laws of Moses have been preached in Jewish uh, synagogues in every city on every Sabbath for many generations. Then the apostles and elders and the whole church in Jerusalem chose delegates and they sent them to Antioch of uh, Syria with Paul and Barnabas to report on this decision. The men chosen were two of the church leaders, uh, Judas, also called uh, Barsabbas and Silas. This is the letter they took along with them. This letter is from the apostles and elders. Your brothers in Jerusalem, it is written to the Gentile believers in Antioch, Syria and uh, Cilicia greetings. We understand that some men from here have troubled you and upset you with their teachings, but they had no such instructions from us. So it seemed good to us having an un, uh, an unmostly agreed on our decision to send you these official representatives along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have risked their lives for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are sending Judas and, and Silas to tell you that we have decided concerning your question. For it, is, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay no greater burden on you than this requirement. You must abstain from eating food offered to idols, from consuming blood or eating the meat of strangled animals and from sexual immorality. If you do this, you will do well. Farewell. The four messengers went, to, uh, went at once to Antioch, where they called a general meeting of the Christians and delivered their letters. And there was great joy throughout the church that day as they read this encouraging message. Then Judas and Silas, both being prophets, spoke extensively to the Christians, encouraging and strengthening their faith. They stayed for a while and then Judas and Silas were sent back to Jerusalem with the blessings of the Christians to those who had sent them. Verse 34. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch to assist many others who were teaching and preaching the word of the Lord there. After some time, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's return to each city where we previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are getting along. Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark, but Paul uh, disagreed strongly. Since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not shared in their work, their disagreement over this was so sharp that they separated. Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas and the believers sent them off, entrusting them to the Lord's grace. So they traveled throughout Syria and Cilicia to strengthen the churches there. 
And all of this story, when it ends here uh, with the disagreement that took place between Barnabas and Paul, just shows how human we are. I mean, uh, how many people in the church actually have disagreements? And in most of most of the time, the disagreements end up disrupting the work of the Lord. But here we see that even in the disagreements that they had, they sailed to uh, to different places, and still the work of the Lord continued. You know, even with the disagreement that they had, even though it was so sharp that they had to separate. Sometimes it's best to separate than to have strife. It reminds me of the story of Abraham and um, and Lot. You know, the two cousins that, you know, when they uh, when they started having a lot of disagreements, like Abraham literally said that it is best for us to separate than to live in strife, you know. Because sometimes, you know, people can... People, yeah, people can argue and they can fight and that can disrupt the bigger purpose that God, you know, is trying to show, you know, the bigger picture. And sometimes God just has to deal with us for that, you know, we can, we can actually end up making peace. And this is actually quite an interesting story as we, as we're busy, you know, reading it, you know, just getting a gaze of what's genuinely happening here. You know, hearing the story of the fact that, you know, the apostles had to come in, uh, they, they stayed together, said, spoke and made an, an agreement. I mean, we can tell here that the Gentiles were isolated. The, the Jews didn't want the Gentiles at all. They just believed that, you know what, the gospel is for them. And the Gentiles had to go through a, a serious procedure for God to approve them. But sometimes, but no, actually not even sometimes. God doesn't require for you to go through a certain processes and, you know, you to sign forms to do all those things, you know, make declarations, all that for you, for him to take you seriously and for you to be welcomed as his, as his child. All you have to do is just, you know, uh, yeah, accept his, his son as your Lord and Savior in your life. You baptized by the Holy Spirit, you baptized by water, and all will, will work out really well. Trust me, all is going to work out well, but just by simply, you know, doing all those things. And it's it's crazy, you know, when you think about it, that we we ought to think that uh, what we are going through is unique. We ought to think the challenges we are facing are unique until we sit down with people who are actually going through us. You realize that, ah, you know what, this is not even a big deal. This is nothing, right? And now thinking about how, you know, the Gentiles were treated and how they, were, the, they weren't really supposed to have accepted Christ in their lives and all those things, you actually realize that, you know what, even as believers, we are human and there's that human element that we need to die to. You know, the death of self, that, that self that has to die in you so that you're not selfish anymore, you know, has to show you that, you know what, God made no distinction between, you know, Gentiles and uh, and the Jews, you know, but they wanted to make a, a distinction. You know, we see here... Um, in verse 10, where it says that, Why are you now questioning God's way by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither uh, we nor our ancestors were able to bear? You know, what they requested of is, of course, it's like, I can't require people to do something that I couldn't even do, and even people before me couldn't even do. I mean, I'm busy saying, it's like, 
you know, the how these Jews are saying that the Gentiles have to go through this and this and this, do this and that, be circumcised, do this, not do whatever. And they're like, you couldn't do it. I couldn't do it myself. Even people before us, we struggled in it. And now you're coming here, you're saying this and this is what's supposed to happen. It doesn't work like that. You know, I've never seen it work like that anyway, literally. There's just some of the things, you know, that we need out of our lives. We just need to, you know, to cut them out for us to be to be better people. You know, uh, verse 11 says that we believe that we are all, uh, you know, saved the same way by the special favor of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is true. We are all, whether you are from a different religious background, whether you're not a religious person or whatever, we are all saved the same way by the special favor of the Lord Jesus Christ and that is it plainly it nothing more nothing less nothing huge nothing hectic this is simply just how we are saved you know we are saved like this way like straight out simply just as as is you know and I love the fact that after this you know the apostles decided, you know, to write a letter and send it to the Gentiles so that, you know what, they are aware that their issue was uh, was spoken of, you know, it was brought to the table and they, they merely discussed it. And that is great because that is what is needed. Let's listen to Desri Ramaila saying, Discover an abundance of life, 657 AM. Welcome back on uh, Morning Delight. My name is Rafilo and I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 a.m. Over Mtilitinelli Deseri Ramayla Aringa Hambano Jesuam. I hope you enjoy that amazing song. Working with my Melusi, working with my Savior. That is who I am working with. Just, you know, uh, wrapping up on this, uh, on chapter x x15 right um you know uh, verse 23 tells us of the letter that they took among them the letter that the uh, that barnabas and paul took alongside um barsabas and silas or judas barsabas is also known as barsabas and silas who 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 left alongside um, Paul and Barnabas as they were taking the letter to Antioch, you know, of Syria so that they can you know, explain to the Gentiles that, you know what, they shouldn't be feeling the way that they were. And also, you know, just assuring them that, you know, they they understand that there were men who actually troubled them and upset them with their teachings. And they did that out of their own accord. They, were, they didn't instruct them, you know, to come and divide them like that. They didn't instruct them to come and hurt them like that. I mean, it can be, can be hurtful, hey, to be, to feel like you are isolated immediately after receiving Christ. And you feel like, you know, you don't know what to do, what's going on. So they're saying, we see here in verse 25, where they say that it seemed good for them, you know, to have agreed on, on a decision, you know, to send, you know, official uh, representatives alongside them, you know. And uh, they mentioned Paul and uh, Barnabas because they've been there and they sure is their life. I mean, Paul got stoned there and he, he didn't die. It wasn't even his time, you know. So in all that, we see that there's just so much that we... We can easily miss out if we are not focused, if we don't want to, you know, uh, focus on where, where God is taking us and focus on, you know, other great things that God wants to do in our lives. You know, and he says that all that they have to do, you know, they, they don't want to burden them with uh, requirements, you know. 
all they can do is just to abstain from eating food offered by idols, uh, from consuming blood. I had no idea that blood was being consumed during that time. Hey, we learn every day. Like you can read a whole bab the whole Bible and you come back and you read it and you're amazed. Literally had no idea that they literally consumed blood. You know, uh or eating the meat of strangled animals. Kinda makes sense now because people are eating strangled animals and hence corona. Hi. You know, sometimes, you know, disobe disobeying the word of God is actually just death to the human, hey? And also from sexual immorality, if you do this, you will do well. Then they're like, farewell. So I believe that was just the end of, of the letter, right? So it speaks to us about the, the four messengers uh, went at once to Antioch. You know, uh, I mentioned the people who went to Antioch, you know, Barnabas, uh, Silas, Judas, and, and Paul. And... Uh, and there was great joy, you know, it tells us that in verse 31 that the church, you know, uh, was filled with great joy because of the encouraging message, you know. And uh, Judas and Silas were both, they were both prophets. I also had no idea about this. So they spoke to the Christians, you know, encouraging and strengthening their faith. And a lot of prophets right now do not encourage and strengthen our faith. They just, I don't even know what they do. So here it speaks to us and tells us that they were both prophets and they encouraged and strengthened, you know, the faith of the believers there. You know, and... uh so as as they stayed for a while, then Judas and Silas, 33, uh, they uh, were sent back to Jerusalem with the blessings of the Christians to those who had sent them. But then Silas still wanted to remain, you know, he didn't want to leave immediately. And uh, yeah, hearing of, you know, the story of Paul and Barnabas stayed in, you know, to assist uh, those who... Who are teaching and preaching the word of the Lord? They, you know, to ensure that you know the doctrine that they are they are talking about, they are preaching, is is a pure doctrine. It's not diluted, it's not misleading, and it's not misguided as well. And also, we hear of the disagreement that took place between Paul and uh, and Barnabas. You know, when they were speaking, then uh, they they. Um, we hear that Paul disagreed uh, strongly when Barnabas wanted to take along John Mark, and we know in the couple of uh, few, a couple of chapters ago that a couple of weeks rather that John Mark traveled with them, but then he ended up leaving, going back to Jerusalem, not giving much uh, input, not giving much testimony, not even doing much. You know, so it's like ah, it seemed as though he wasn't serious. You know, there are those people, right? Who were like, yeah, I want to be there, I want to be part of whatnot. But then when the hard work comes happening and, and especially when they see that, you know what, hey, things are, things are hectic now. They, they don't even do much, you know, they just, they just want to move on with their lives and go back to where they, they came from. So, yeah, and, and at the end, you know, um, we hear of, of Paul and Barnabas going their separate ways and just coming in and saying, you know what, we, uh, as much as we would want to do this, as much as we enjoy doing this, we can't continue, you know, anymore. We can't go further than this. Like, this is where we end, you know, this journey of ours. And uh, 
the other left with Chun Mark, whom he has willed to live with. And since Silas decided to stay behind, uh, Paul left with Silas and they both went about, you know, preaching the gospel of God. You know, they didn't allow their feelings to cloud the bigger purpose, you know, the bigger picture of what God wants them to paint. Sometimes, you know, we get so angry that we allow our feelings to cloud what God is trying to do in our lives, to cloud what God you know, to cloud the move of God and for us to win, we end up missing out on the bigger picture. We end up missing out on, you know, the things that God uh, wants to do in our lives. And that is that is not good. I don't believe it's good in, in any way. I don't see any any good in it, actually, if I'm just being honest. They, I don't think there's any good that can come out, you know, of being disobedient. I honestly don't think there is any good that can come from you know us wanting to do things our way and losing sight of you know the god way and the the greatest way and the mighty way of doing things you know and for us to experience god i don't believe there's anyone who wants to miss out on god because god is great and god is gracious you know and in him being great and gracious it's just so much you know that we're going to see so much that we're going to be you know, focusing on and even in this journey, you know, we see God's bigger picture by coming together as believers and sharing our testimonies and our journeys with God. And with that being said, let's listen to Yolanda Adams saying through the storm. Yeah. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Welcome back. You are still listening to the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 6, 5, 7 a.m. We have reached the end of our amazing show. I hope you actually got encouraged and inspired uh, today. And the songs that we were listening to there, that was Yolanda Adams saying, Through the storm, through the storm we will see the Lord. Through the storm we will make it through. And definitely through the storm all things are going to work out for the good of the lord and also after that we played you pastor cup saying yamboinga i love you family and i hope you are safe during this time i hope you are focusing on everything that has to do with god getting closer to him and being inspired i'd say i Literally look forward to spending time with you and this is a great time that I've had with you and do not forget, please be safe and do not allow fear and anxiety to overrule, to overtake your life family. We do not want that. You know, as a body of Christ, we're supposed to be the ones who are showing people, you know, uh, the glory of God and how things are done. I'm not saying do not take this seriously. I'm not saying do not, you know, uh, listen to what, you know, uh, what we are being, you know, told by doctors, what we hear from the Department of Health, what we read up on WHO. What I'm saying is let us not allow fear and anxiety to overtake us. You know, there's a scripture in First Peter 5 verse 7 that I'm just going to leave you with. It says that cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So all your fears, all your anxiety, everything that you feel like is it's, it's weighing you down, literally just cast it all to him. You don't want to carry the burden. And trust me, you know, have you realized that when you are anxious about something or when you are scared or like doubtful about something and you start praying, uh, Immediately after the prayer, you feel like a heavy, literally a heavy load has been lifted off of you. You know, actually, I want to share a testimony about something that happened in my life. But I think let's just leave it for next week. And this is very essential and very crucial, especially because of how I actually, you know, uh, allowed it to 
you know, just you know, allow the obedience to actually, you know, take place. And I, I mentioned a couple of things, you know, about it here, but then I just want to go, you know, deep into it and explain further as to how it actually happened. Now, I'm not sure if I spoke about it like uh, now or last week, but I remember that I mentioned the, the, the story and I narrated the story, but I just didn't go into details. But I believe next week I'll just go, you know, into uh, more details about it. But from me and the whole of Radio Pulpit family, we're saying God bless you, stay safe, keep on praying, rely on God, and do not act on fear. Remember, God has the final say, and His word will always uh, prevail. Allow His will to prevail in your life. Or allow His works to be seen in you during these trying times. Be a person who acts from a place of love and not of fear. I love you, family. And yeah, see you next week, same time, same place. Have a great Sunday. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety speak to someone who cares today send a whatsapp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085 our i am youth counseling team charles dudoy and danny vambili are ready to connect with you today There is radio and radio. And then there is 657 AM. Can you hear the difference?